First of all, thank you, Dagalosh Bahu, for this beautiful minion. Dagalosh Bahu should bless everybody here with health and happiness and bracha, parnasa, simha. Amen. Bless Am Israel, protect Am Israel. Send and Liao Navi and Mashiach Tzitkenu tonight. Today, now, not tonight, tonight, now. As not the uh, So tonight we're going to skip the Alachot that we. Huh? Yes, the lady's back. Bezat Hashem. See, Bezat Hashem. So tonight is Tu Bishvat. So we'll skip, but just for the next two days, we'll do some of the laws of uh, Tu Bishvat. And really, what is is uh, Tu Bishvat? So technically, Tu Bishvat was uh, chosen as the day. Just like we have the fruits. There's a lot of fruits that give throughout the year. There are uh, the trees that give their fruits throughout the year. Like now, the season is for a lot of the citrus. And so, so... So there needs to be a date. The Tu Bishvat is really a date that's going to decide when you give Trumot, Masrod, Masarishon, Masarishani. So many laws with this. So Tu Bishvat is going to be basically the April 15th date. That's when you have to pay taxes. So there's got to be, although you're making you know, money throughout the year, there's got to be one day that we choose to pay taxes. So basically this is the April 15th of the year for Trumot, for Me'asrot, for the ones that you're able to bring to Yerushalayim. If you can't bring to Yerushalayim, so you sell them, you take the money, and then you go next month or to Yerushalayim and you buy with that money food in Yerushalayim and that's where you eat it. Now, how does Tu Bishvat is going to be also, we call Rosh Hashanah for the Ilanod. So we know that if you plant, if you plant even a day before Tu Be'av, after Tisha B'Av, we have two B'Av. If you plant a day before two B'Av, and it makes it already to uh, uh, two B'Shvat, it's already considered a year, although it's technically six months. But it's already in its first year. So that's how you count the years. So two B'Shvat is going to give you the ability, because we know the first three years is Ola. The fourth year you have to take, it's called Kodesh Ilulim, you take that to Yerushalayim, or you make a Pidyon. And the fifth year, it's your fruit. You are allowed to eat the fruits of, uh, of, uh, of your field of, or, your, uh, or your backyard. So this is a beautiful and interesting uh, holiday. And Bezashim will talk about it more. But he says that really one of the, one of the Eretz Israel is one of the lands that has been blessed. And really, if you look at uh, many lands, Eretz uh, Israel, when you came, when there's really nothing there, it's really one of the most... Uh, uh, exporters of, of different fruits and different flowers and just different everything. Why? Because Eretz Israel is Eretz Zavat Halab Udvash. It's a land of milk and honey. I, I tell you just a quick a quick word that I, I heard. I remember listening. I remember one kid taught me. I always like to tell you the story. He says, why does they call Eretz Israel the land of milk and honey? It's, wow. You know, it's got beautiful dates. It's like honey, milk, he said, tell you, so little kid, like eight years old, ten years old. He says, Eretz Yisrael, yes, it lends the milk and honey. He says, if you take honey and you put it in a jar, it lasts you a few hundred years. Okay? If you take milk, okay, you keep it in the refrigerator, it lasts you. But if you take it out of the refrigerator, okay, it's going to go bad. Eretz Yisrael is the land of milk and honey. If you keep the mitzvot in Eretz Yisrael, you do mitzvot, you're going to have the bracha for years to come. You don't. It's like taking the milk out of the refrigerator, and then you have to steal. Oh, yeah. So it's from a little kid. Yeah.